Welcome to the Cultural Vacuums, everybody. How's it going? How's Netflix been treating you? Did you get out to that art gallery you said you were going to go to? Did you pick up that book you bought all those months ago? Have you just been watching Married at First Sight UK? I'm Josh Treblecock, alongside, as always, the first man of culture, Lou Fit. How you doing, buddy? Petrol crisis. That's how I'm doing, big man. <laughs> guess who just bought a car? No. Guess, guess whose car now finally starts working properly? And needs Feeble, petrol. Feeble Philip is galloping like a stallion on the roads around London, South oh, London. How long have you been in the queue for today? Um. Well, no, you only fill it. Well, I, 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 was, I woke up quite early today. Yeah. Um... Feeling fresh, feeling good to go. Mm -hmm. Recently upped my dosage. <laughs> so that's probably why. Yeah. Maybe that's kicked in. And then, um, so, no, I'm, I'm feeling good and fine, actually. Uh, and then I go 10 minutes over to SL, find a little garage. I'm queuing up a little bit, and it was actually nothing like the videos that I've seen on YouTube of people getting into fist fights. fights. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was totally fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't have a Sky News camera come up to you, and you're just like, I'm just queuing because everyone else is queuing, mate. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I waited, and then when I pulled up to the pump, I, I looked back at the lady behind me, and I said, have you got enough room? And she smiled and went, yeah, thank you so much. And it made me happy, and I had, I had a decent day after That's that. That's nice. You see, yeah. I, I saw it, like, day one of the petrol thing. Uh, I saw from my, uh, there's a, a petrol station behind my house, um, and this is at, like, midnight, and mm -hmm. the queue went back, like, the full mile up the road, and people were just beeping at each other. There's some guy got out of a bus to, like, try and, like, w wiggle his, like, bus to like come out and like round the traffic and they were driving down like a sort of a very narrow uh, street in Greenwich and then uh, and then we watched this guy literally sort of direct his bus driver to like come and follow him down the street do dodging traffic like and delivery cars like whizzing through him and then uh, and then the and then the, <laughs> and then the bus driver just carried on driving it was that and you could see the guy being like wait wait let me back on let me back on round of applause for that man though but still yeah oh well that's good you got out unscathed that's pretty decent Lou who is our wonderful guest today? Joshua, we've got the best person in the world, Lily Phillips. Lily Phillips. She is a writer, comedian, podcaster, and a good old friend, and I can't wait for this episode. I'm very excited as well. Never met her before, but I know she's a legend, and we're going to have a good time. Pasties on the table, Lou. Yeah. Pasties on the table. What do you think she's going to be into? I think I know Lily best. Well, I know Lily, so that's my, a one, a point, a, a plus one, a point to me. Mm -hmm. But I, I think I know she had a past. Well, she danced. I know she was a dancer. Oh, so Intel. I think, uh, and I know I think she might be into film. I I'm gonna say Dirty Dancing. Oh, fucking well, good choice. I am gonna say. I feel I've never met her. I think she might be from London, and if she is, uh, she's a big fan of Kaching back in the day. Okay, <laughs> cool. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the wonderful Lily Phillips to the cultural vacuum. Lily Phillips, welcome to the cultural vacuum. 
Yay! <laughs> that We've sounds done. so shit in comparison to what I had planned. <laughs> we were talking about facials five seconds ago, and I was told to stop. We can sort sorry, it out in, in post, we'll, guys. We'll, we'll classically start a podcast as normal with Lou talking about his facial that he went to earlier. <laughs> I, went, I, I got a facial, and I was, you know what, Lil? I was underwhelmed. Really? Yeah, well, she. Well, I got in. <laughs> she was a lovely lady, and we, we got there, and she... She sat me down. I obviously I've never had one before, and she, it was almost like an MOT or something. <laughs> she said, mm, "Not too bad." <laughs> like, like she was weighing it up. Uh, do you have facials like a lot? Yeah, is it something I you do. do? I do. I love them. Not a lot. Yeah. Not like weekly. Although that's my goal in life mm-hmm. to have enough money to have weekly facials. It's thirty squids. Is that normal? Yeah. I put, yeah, that's Was it about half right. An hour. Yeah, but it felt quick. <laughs> what, what does uh, what does a facial involve? <laughs> well, I don't know what Lou thinks it involves. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Lou, what, what type of facial was it? Well, she led me into a back room, turned the lights on, left for a bit. Put oh. <laughs> cold water on me. No, it was like you you lie down. She said, lie down and relax. and you know, uh, Remove your bra. Yeah. <laughs> I and, uh, do you? For a facial? No, you don't. Yeah, I take it off or I pull the straps down. Because they do a bit here, you know? They, she did oh, not. Is it like a full massage? Neck. That was not an offer. She was like the face and the neck she a little bit. She stayed away from your neck. She, she well, yeah, didn't ask you to take your top off. No. Well, no. Maybe she thought it would arouse you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she, anyway. she was all I could think about. It's it's a cleansing first thing, right, from what I can gather. And then it's a scrub. <laughs> and then it's um, like a massage. It's a cleansing thing. <laughs> and cleanse- it's a scrub. Yeah. And then you it's a massage. You giving facials and do a little animation <laughs> well, over the top. I am. Um, funnily enough, I was, when I went to uni, because I went to uni in the States. Um, Did you? I, yeah, but I, I had to do a... Um, That's so cool the way you just dropped that in there. No, no but as part of the... <laughs> I, I know I sound like a dick, hold on. But yeah, the liberal the arts... States, I don't know if you've heard of it. Like, <laughs> lib- America. You had to do classes in all sorts of different things. So I had to do like the history of jazz and then all sorts of like coding. And then one of them was in... It was like all introductory, but one of them was sports massage. So I had to partner up with someone through a semester and we'd learn massage on each other. And what, what, what course were you doing? It was sports massage. It was like a throwaway credit. They do. I it. thought you studied English. Yeah, no, but so for forty credits <laughs> or it's sixty credits, you do your major, and then sixty credits, you, you have to be in just like you have to do maths and core it's, stuff. American schools are like Hogwarts, basically. Just yeah, like, it's just a ruse to keep you there longer, really. <laughs> was but, it all men? Had well, they my part, signed my, up to the massage course, thinking no, 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 get to not touch at all. Women? Um, my partner was a, a guy, but it was um, Patrick Young, who was, he, if you Google him, he plays basketball. He's a, he played in One the NBA. moment. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> he, I think he played, well, he played for my college team. So if you type, it's Pat, P, Patrick with a C, not a K, and then Young as normal. P- type in UF, University of Florida or something like that. American professional basketball player. Fucking hell. Six foot nine. Starlight. You touched his naked body. (laughs) Not naked, not naked, Lil, not naked. Oh. But uh, (laughs) shorts. But then he got to touch me, which was a treat. (laughs) 
It's a classic introduction to Lily. Uh, Hi, Lily. How are you? Uh, hello, Lily. Welcome I'm to sorry. the Cultural Vacuum. And, uh, that'll, and, and... that'll be cut. Don't worry. That'll be cut. <laughs> it'll glide in. It'll glide in somewhere. Um, so, Lily, we want to start off by asking you, um, what have you been watching, reading, listening to recently? And what kind of got you through lockdown that you was, you know, kept you interested? Um, what got me through lockdown? Um, well, I got really into... Um, I realised that I could have a bath and prop my... Um, I realised that baths existed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I realised? Evenings existed. Yeah, yes. Because of gigging all the time. I like, suddenly had all this space in the evening to like wind down, whereas gigging, you were like, you just do your gigging, you're like, blah, blah, and then you try to immediately go to sleep when you get yeah. home. But everyone else does this like winding down thing that I didn't know about. Um, so I started having lots of baths. And then I realised I could prop my iPad up wedge it in a certain way that seemed safe Hmm. I'm not sure that it was Um, and watch um, I downloaded uh, the whole uh, all the seasons of Seinfeld and all the seasons of 30 Rock Oh yeah, I've had a Seinfeld chat on this. Yeah, yeah. No, no. We are the first person. We've done like eighteen or nineteen or twenty episodes. No one's ever brought up Seinfeld. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. What have you? Is it the first time you've seen it? Seinfeld. Yeah. Now. Yeah, I'd seen like odd bits and bobs, but I've never really like properly committed to it. I'd done Curb Your Enthusiasm and first, which is a weird way round. Yeah, love Curb. Um, and then um, yeah, and then went went full on Seinfeld, and, I, and it's I think it's because it's such comfort watching. Yes. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing the same in it that makes you feel anxious in any way. Like you don't have to think when you watch it, sort of. Yeah, it's like yeah. what Friends was to me growing mm. up. It's uh, just this easy like rolling. Yeah, yeah. But how many are you getting through? How many yeah. are you getting through in a day? Because... And would you, yeah, would you start watching it in the morning and then watch a bit more in the afternoon and then watch a bit more in the evening? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've done the whole thing now, right? Twice, I think. Front to oh, back, okay. probably. Yeah, I've probably done the whole thing twice now. And I've never watched. I've never watched Seinfeld like the whole way through. Uh, well, like I've never watched the, all these episodes, but I found Jerry like super annoying. <laughs> but like. <laughs> George was the one that I, everyone says is like the most annoying character, but I think because I, wa- I did the same way. I watched Curb first, and then I didn't realize, oh, Larry David is George, and then I was like, oh, I love George. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the way around to do it. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't find him annoying, um, Jerry. Really? Oh. Do you um, do you laugh out loud when you watch them, or is it more because I'm I, I when I was a kid, I would comfort watch exact Joey Seinfeld, all those sorts of things, but it wouldn't Joey. be Joey. Yeah, Joey, yeah, no. I got <laughs> I watched that. I, I watched, watched Friends <laughs> and then skipped back and was like, I can't get enough of this guy, and then found Joey existed oh and started watching that. How many Lewis. seasons did it even run for? Three or one? two, I think. What? Yeah, it How had the lady from the Have you seen The Sopranos? What's her name? Oh God, she played Chris Moltisanti's Adriana. She played Adri- anyway. She She's in it. Uh, but no, it, 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 I found the comfort of watching it and I would watch things on the on my side in bed, laptop there. 
Is that the same situation in the bath? Like, is it just episode after episode, you know? Yeah, yeah. But so you watch it on your side of the bed as in the person that you're in bed with is Oh, no, that's not it. a problem. <laughs> the laptop is the person in bed. <laughs> you still say my side, even though... Did I say my side? <laughs> oh, wait. That's so sweet. I didn't, I did I say that? On I, said on, I said on my side. On, oh, like on, on the side of your body. Sorry, on my... Yeah, I'm... I'm on my and you've side. Just got space left for, <laughs> for the lucky for, for memories. <laughs> is is Seinfeld the comforter? If you, if anything's ever gone badly at a gig or anything like that, is it like put Seinfeld on, or do you go for something like way yeah, more be, like it'd be Seinfeld or Thirty Rock, or or I would watch like Married at First Sight. Because yeah. sometimes watching just like horrific people. Yes. Have you been <laughs> watching I'm not as the bad new as them? So it's fine. <laughs> Have you been watching the new the UK series? Oh yes. Let's get into it. Oh my god. <laughs> Brilliant. Wait, but did you see that was it last night, the last I'm not this... up to date. I'm on uh... about episode nine. Commitment ceremony. Is it the last commitment ceremony? I'll tell was... you where I am. Um, oh, yeah, go on. <laughs> Adam and I forget all the names, but Adam and yeah, Dave. I don't know. They the they recoupled. Yes. So I'm gonna have to get the cast up. This would be absolutely horrible. They split up. What? On their honey. The, no, no, no. They've not split up. I mean, oh, the people that they heart. were with split up. Oh, they broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh, at the and dinner the... party, they were like. Mm-mm. Yeah. So they're, yeah. they're that was they're my flying shoulders for the <laughs> listeners. This is what I do. That's how I got Thomas in the dance class. <laughs> so they met. Snake shoulders. But why is it so? Morag is my favourite. Oh, the, the one that's like one. she's yeah. insane. He's oh. like, I can't, I can't have sex with him unless I've got a glass of wine in my hand or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, she just did a revelation yesterday. Yeah. Did you see that one, Josh? Yeah. Oh, I did. Kind of. Was it the one where she said? No, what was the revelation? No, she did actually? a manic laugh where she was like, we just had, sh- we've done the deed. And then she's like, <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the camera stays on her for at least 10 seconds. But the production are like, oh my God, just keep going, keep going. And she's still she's going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she's cackling. <laughs> that poor man. But part of me has seen the, <laughs> you have to take it with a pinch of salt, don't you? But it's such good television. It's such good television, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but even when you know what you know now about the producers just yeah. filtering in all mm. of the stuff to create all of this drama, even though I know that, I just get so absorbed in it all and I hate them and think, it's, why yeah. would you just do that? Even so though I know smart. that the producer has just made them do that. Yeah. And then every episode, and the way it finishes, be like, oh, and tomorrow night. And you're like, oh, my God, I need tomorrow's, tomorrow's episode looks so much better than tonight's one. I but, know. I thought I was better, but I'm, I'm not. Yeah. yeah. We've all been there. We've all been there. Trust me. When we first started doing this, pretty much every episode for like the first five weeks was just about Married at First Sight Australia <laughs> and just talking about who Innes was and like the, the shit that went down on that. And it was oh, it, arguments, just massive arguments between us being like, who's right? Who's wrong? Is it eligible yeah. for awards? Because if not... I mean, what could it win? BAFTAs? It must do for drama as well. Is it even eligible Emmys. because it's reality TV? Because it's it's not. Yeah, really. they, get, it's, they get awards. It's like a mini play. It's like a soap. It's Shakespeare. I'm pretty sure almost. there's like an award at like the ba- not maybe not BAFTAs, but like TV Choice Awards. That's like best scripted reality show or something like that, which is just ridiculous sounding. Mm. 
yeah, I love how you described it as a play, though, Lou. Well, it is, isn't it? Imagine if you it, went to the theatre to see that nonsense. But it, but it is, because it's you get people... I don't know. It's, yeah. You, it is. It's, I can't keep saying I mean, it I is in a high-pitched and convincing you. will make one. Oh, yeah. Married at first sight, the musical. Wait something. for Edinburgh 2020, 2024 or whenever it starts again. <laughs> That's when it'll... I'll definitely go and... I've seen some shit plays up there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to ask you staple question too. <laughs> hey, Lil, uh, what hey. did you enjoy growing up? Um, it's a very open question that one, but I read it from the from our list. It could be anything. So, you, were you always a dancer from from like the word go, pretty much? Mm, were you yeah, dancing I mean, you... out of the womb, Lil? <laughs> <laughs> Josh wants to know. And what type of dance as well? What sort of dance were you do? Oh, it's so boring. No, it isn't. Oh, it's all cultural. <laughs> we've, not had, we've not really had dancing. We've not really had dancing on this. Um, where did you Where did you grow up? I grew up in North London. Josh was uh, right. <laughs> did he? What, what did, did I mean? say? Oh, I asked if you were from London because I, I was. I, I wasn't sure if you were from London. I yeah, assumed. Yeah. I, I assumed. Sorry, don't hate me. Don't hate me though. Oh. I feel like that's an. Insult. It's definitely not. It's because it's because you're very yeah. well spoken in comparison to me. <laughs> so anyone that sounds nice is automatically from Surrey because I had this aunt called Auntie Sue and we called her Posh Sue because she lived in Surrey but then we found out she lived in Guildford which is really shit. Oh my god. <laughs> but we considered you know it posh. I speak like this cuz so um my nan grew up yeah. in the East End. Okay. Um in um in really bad poverty and she was so malnourished that they had this program back in the day where they would um, pick uh, the most malnourished child from a family and um, take them to a really rich family for the summer holidays so they could wow. like, be fed and looked after for those six weeks. Fattened <laughs> <laughs> up for the winter on a farm somewhere. Yeah. And she, yeah, she had quite a lot of siblings, but she was the skinniest, apparently. And, um, oh, my God. And it gave her this false sense of um, status. Right. So she, she decided that she'd been born into the wrong family and that she actually <laughs> belonged with these rich people. <laughs> But really, and, she's from my life. She's scum. <laughs> and then she, what she like was hoping that they would adopt her. Anyway, they didn't. That's actually that's a bit sad. But basically, she adopted the accent and right. then spoke an incredibly posh way from since that summer holiday. And then yeah, passed that on to all of her children. And there, that that's, was my mum. And it's then that's nice. Me. My mum also danced. Did so she? That, yeah, she she danced and. Marks and Spencers. Well, I don't know what she exactly. Danced she, she, <laughs> no, she Doing danced what? for Marks and modelled for Marks and Spencers. That was it. She danced <laughs> when, for. When did they, their shop yeah, really when... gone down? <laughs> I was going to say. They, 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 they yeah. did um, fashion shows, so she modelled the fashion shows for Marks and Spencers. Well, in Northern Marks and Spencers, she they'd have. Uh, oh like no! Catwalks. She went down to London. She went down to Whoa. London for them oh. shows <laughs> on Oxford Street with her eye heels. She likes to tell me. Oh, I've been to London loads, mate. Our version of fashion. Week in Paris. <laughs> yeah. well, I still think it'd be nice. and looking at the You get a nice toasty at the end of the catwalk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been booked for Woolworths next week. I live in the high life.
and I'll be really shocked if this has come up on your podcast before. Um, the Clithero Kid on tape. Mm. The Clithero Kid. Have you ever heard of this? Is in like the guy? Is in like from like Blackbird, like Lancashire way? Yeah, is that what... he's from yeah, Lancashire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clithero. Yeah, because right, my mate, my him? mate, who is he? Yeah. Who is this so kid? He Lily? did a radio series. Right. Um, and for some reason, we had like a, a maybe like four tapes of four episodes, and we I used to listen to them before <gasps> going to sleep. I know who this I is. Think yeah. I'm, yeah. I know who this. Oh, I've been right. This the the name of what this is has haunted me for about a decade because my <laughs> mum took me to go. Yeah. Did she oh. go? And take, did she take me to go and see like a reading of this? Yeah, I think she did. Oh, really? Jimmy Clitheroe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, oh, oh my god. Sorry, Lil. Thank you. C- carry on. Tell me. No, about but it. I'd forgotten all about it as well. It was only from this question I was like, oh, what did I? You know, like, and then I thought, oh, maybe that's why I do comedy. Like that was in my head from such a young age, and I don't think I really understood a lot of it. But I guess, I guess my dad played it because he's he was like a kid in it it was like a kid's yeah character wasn't yeah. it and he'd go around yeah. sort of causing mischief in the local town um but yeah i've such fond memories of listening like and in the so car I, no before bed so it okay. would be to put us to sleep wow so i'd listen to yeah jimmy cliver and then we ended up getting a pet rabbit and calling it jimmy after him. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's the most kind of terrifying thing. now because it was. So I guess when he was recording his stuff, it would have been between. So he would have been in his thirties, even though he's playing like a little kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that now, but I didn't. <laughs> that but not at the time. time. Know. <laughs> Let's get our children to sleep by getting a grown man to pretend he's a child. <laughs> it's the BBC. They don't work. They don't work. But then I started reading up on him. I wish I hadn't because he oh. died of an overdose. <laughs> oh, sleeping tablets! Oh my God! God. <laughs> Damn it, Lily. Why would you bring this sadness into my already fragile world? You'll get into serious trouble one of these days. You shouldn't be over there anyway, playing on somebody else's lawn. Lawn, you mean cabbage patch. Anyway, the house has been empty for months. That doesn't mean you can build a dog kennel in the back garden. This is a cowboy's log cabin. And if you've any more cracks to make, you'd start running now. Because with that drainpipe skirt you've got on, I could grab me lasso and have you roped and branded before you could waddle two yards. <laughs> uh, like, so I was going to say, what, like, what kind of got you into comedy? Like, yeah. What was the thing that inspired you? To, and who were your kind of inspirations? We know we've talked about like Seinfeld, but that was like kind of a bit more of a recent thing. But before that... And what made me get into comedy? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, I don't know. (laughs) It's just, it helps and you just start doing it and then all of a sudden you're doing it. Yeah. How long have you been doing uh, stand-up for? So I've been doing stand-up for four years. Mm. So it did come from the dancing. Mm -hmm. So I did dancing for about six years and then me and my friend started a cabaret show. Oh. Which was called The Ruby Darlings. And we, it was like, there were quite a lot of dance numbers in there and we would sing songs. At that point, we would just change the words to songs to mm-hmm. um, to make them fit to a theme um, or put some jokes in or whatever. And, um, and it kind of developed. And then the more comfortable I got in that environment, I started chatting in between our dance numbers and our songs mm. when I was just supposed to be introducing them. Um, 
and I think, which I think annoyed my my partner on stage. Uh, <laughs> um, but then someone said to me, I think it was one of her friends said, oh, the, you know, the bits in the middle, that stand up that you're doing by talking yeah. to the audience and just chatting. And I was like, oh, don't be gross. And, um, <laughs> and then I, um, but then I thought about it more. And then, and then Tomas, my partner, he also said like, that that's the bit the, those bits that's the thing where you're most comfortable mm. um so he encouraged me to do it which i always remind him of when he gets annoyed that i'm out <laughs> every night or i'm an emotional wreck <laughs> I'm like, you, you did mate, this mate. <laughs> does thomas come to a lot, a lot of your shows absolutely not no <laughs> did he see smuts your debut not like <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, sorry, what? your your show what? debut was smuts, right? Wasn't it? I haven't I haven't done it. Oh, you've not done it? No, I was supposed to do it um uh the pandemic year. Oh god, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh you're Thanks in the reserve. Reminding me, Lou. Sorry. <laughs> well has, have you been able to start um, work in progresses and stuff yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, so I've started doing a few of those. But no, he did come at the beginning he came to loads of gigs. Mm. Um which is a great way to make someone hate comedy. Yeah. <laughs> so many when you're starting out obviously you know like they they are all these bringer gigs and they mm. last about 17 hours yeah, and yeah, everyone yeah. including yeah. you isn't good because we're all learning <laughs> and he had to sit through so much of that um mm. and 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 yeah I think it just it just wore him out fair enough um, but, I, but I also, um after having all that time I don't know how you guys feel but having all that time having friends coming to watch you and be so you're so exposed and they're watching you learn something and be shit a lot of the time yeah as soon as i didn't have to bring friends i didn't invite any friends to any of my gigs and i felt so much better i felt like okay finally i can just have the space to figure this out without witnesses yeah i feel like you can start taking off and be your actual self when people that you don't know you yeah you know aren't around you anymore you're in your head about it like obviously you know if you change details about a story or or even your persona you know isn't quite you or your opinion Mm. on something you feel like they know and they like call you out on it and it and it inhibits I, your performance i think i did a, a work in progress of a show recently and a guy uh christian showed up and this was someone i knew in school like oh. i'm, I'm oh. talking 12 years old. i'm like from 12 thing. to 16 oh no but i'm like it's a work in progress you know it's camden it's it's relaxed anyway there's notes on stage but i, I was just like it's the first time there's somebody in the room that can actually call me out <laughs> on some of this stuff but he was like no nah, it was quite accurate so that was that was quite that was oh, quite right. nice but you no, know it, like, right. school, like your perception of yourself in school and then do you know what i mean and then well this is how i thought but then yeah. other people are going through all that this is, this is why i had to stop comedy because i just kept on calling myself a genius at school and <laughs> I, but I was still doing bringer gigs and they just were like I lost all my friends um, that is but, a great way to lose friends is start doing stand up <laughs> just start doing stand up what did you what do you find um, do you still do dance like or, or do you, do you given that up was that quite no. were you quite happy to give that up or was it kind of like oh you know um, I, I think looking back I um, I don't think I was very good at it to be fair <laughs> <laughs> were you in like music videos or was it ever, ever yeah, that kind of was the music video. it was quite show girly quite commercial and, mm. and the main thing I did enjoy was the a, the little bit of choreography that I did 
Mm. I found that um, more fulfilling. I think, yeah. you know, it sounds so bad, but the thing about dancing is, is that your aim, your goal, the top of your game is to look exactly like the person next to you. Mm. So wow. every move that you do, and physically, like I did an audition once where at the end of you had to go through a few rounds and then one of the rounds was just you trying on a costume and if the costume fit, You're then in. you moved on to the next round. Fuck me. Oh my God, that's so harsh. <laughs> so you're supposed to use like cutouts, you know, you're just, you're, it, you're so yeah. rigid. Um, yeah. And, and I think that wasn't enough. But I also, I also wasn't like... The I think I want to be. You want to feel like you could be the best, or be really mm. good, or be mm. a stand out in some way. And if you're not really gonna be, then maybe yeah. that's hard to motivate unless, yourself. Unless it was like an accident. Like the one that always comes to mind is. Um, uh, did you ever see Katy Perry's performance at the Super Bowl a few years ago? And she had two sharks, two people dressed as sharks next to her, and one of them just completely lost the plot. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the costume must have like turned around, and they weren't able to see. So they're just like, oh my god, <laughs> they're just, just like waving around the whole time. panic attack inside a shark. And <laughs> that happened to me. I wasn't what? wearing a shark outfit, and I wasn't doing the Super Bowl with Katy Perry. <laughs> um, but I was. I had to do a, it was a corporate gig for like Mercedes or you know something something like yeah. in a big like room and I it was like one of the first jobs I got out of college actually I think I was still at college anyway and I, it was a feather routine so you, you were a he- headpiece that had feathers coming out here you had um, a pack that you had on your back with feathers coming out feathers coming out but like feathers just everywhere and completely like fucking up your peripheral vision <laughs> so a trick that dancers do you know if you suddenly forget what you're doing you can just see out the corner of your eye and then just like join in with everybody else but with the feathers yeah. I can see and then you're just like looking around just <laughs> it's not inconspicuous in your head thinking remember sex sells <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and you're wearing a bikini as well <laughs> all these horrible people that work for the ladies oh. dribbling and you're like looking like you're having some kind of stroke <laughs> oh god pleasure on youtube videos is um tiktok no i don't understand TikTok. <laughs> i tried to do it in lockdown because i felt the pressure and i yeah. did three videos and one of them got taken down for community guidelines and i was like well that's it i don't understand <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> this but i like this yeah, yeah. <laughs> these youngins no, bring, back you. bring back vine bring back vine there's this compilation you can watch of models falling over on catwalks. <laughs> oh, it. my God. Here, here for it. It's so good. And I'm laughing about it just thinking. About it. <laughs> <laughs> there's one. There's one. It's just my favourite clip where they've put the models in these ridiculous... Um, it's like a it's like a brick that is that, that their feet go into and yeah. obviously someone's going to fall over. And this this model, you know one of those falls that just has all these different stages to yeah. it? And she just almost falls like a few times and then manages to like recover herself and then eventually just... 
face plants. <laughs> oh, I want to watch it now. <laughs> but that's um, so. Could you just? Is that one of those things that you just spend hours just watching? <laughs> is, yeah. it sh- or, is it Schadenfreude? Or the um, oh, what is it? Glenn Close singing the national anthem. Have you heard that? <laughs> no, yeah, no, I've not heard that one yet. She fucks it up so bad. <laughs> How old is that? That must be quite an old one, right? Oh my god, I have to watch it. For the land of the free, free. With the Glenn Close one, you think that she's just like an amazing actress that could do like pretty much anything and yet singing the national anthem, no way. <laughs> I know, but like she, she's like, the first bit's fine and she's like, re- you know, it, I think it's because it's just such a, they take it so seriously, yeah, the national yeah, anthem, yeah. and it's like such a privilege and, and that's what makes the comedy of it so much yeah, better. Yeah. And, and, and it's a really hard song to sing. I actually mm. had to sing it in a dance show that we did <laughs> in like hotels in Greece and like every now and then there'd be an American in the audience and as soon as I'd start singing it they'd just stand up <laughs> and, yeah, 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 yeah. and I'd be like oh my god I better not fuck this up <laughs> saluting the flag even though I'm getting paid like did, two euros to do it <laughs> did you uh, there's the, the the one version of it I remember which always made me laugh was I think it was Fergie did one at like oh, a basketball game she fucked it too yeah but she did it at the NBA and she finals. was like uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they shot to the crowd and, like, uh, sorry, the players, and they were, like, on the bench looking at each other as if to say, what the fuck? <laughs> Why have we been here for like 10 hours? so mortifying. <laughs> Love the Glenn Close one, she just goes, she does, it's the land of the, and then she goes, free! <laughs> and the home of the grave. That's better than like any X, than like any X Factor fail video. It's brilliant. In terms of anthems, do you think it's best one? What, what, like, what, what do you think? I think I actually don't know any others. Oh, okay. Never <laughs> that's what the Americans want. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's exactly how they would love to have it. It's just yeah. like their national anthem and yeah, no like one else. Yeah, I probably know that one better than I know our one. Okay. It's because no one, they never get anyone to like really zhuzh up the kind of national anthem at like football games or anything like over here. What do you, you mean zhuzh up? Like, well, you never get like, they never wheel out. Like, yeah. Yeah, a couple of, yeah, exactly. Why don't they have Katy Perry and her two sharks <laughs> sing the national anthem? <laughs> yeah, why don't we get someone to sing it at football? I they, guess. Yeah, that's a, Sometimes uh, they do, but they never uh, get anyone who really like puts a full kind of, like, you don't get like Adele going in and just absolutely knocking no, like yeah. a solo the, out of the park. The they don't do it they do it for the rugby I think they want the fans to sing it no they do they should they do don't they Who? I think they should bring in like Football. that year's like Eurovision contestant to do it or something like or that a choir. Just, sort of... just get a bloody choir in I love the little choir of kids yeah. <laughs> something like yeah. that um, I went to a fo- loads of football when I was younger where they'd have a choir and then they'd, they'd always bring a lamb onto the field as well with the choir it's like a, chur- a church thing I think never heard of that before <laughs> it's not fucking <laughs> there's any way of being tell- telling people that you're from up north and you grew up there like... <laughs> brought a lava, here we go we got stop all shoes the cows choirs they come on they come on and there's a, like a little lamb the fucking farmer's market at half time like <laughs> Do you go to the cinema a lot? Is that something like since yeah. lockdown? Is, is that something you guys are kind of yeah, picked up doing? Yeah, the other day again? I cancelled a gig and then went to the cinema. 
<laughs> what did you guys? What did you guys say? <laughs> what did you see? Um, I saw the Billy Piper. Um, oh, what 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 what's Billy Piper? Rare beasts. I want to oh. say. Oh yeah, that was that good? Yeah, really good. Yeah, really good. Oh. So, but right. there's um. I don't go to the cinema because I like watching from the comfort of my own home. Is there something about... Because I know Josh is like a gold platinum card member at his local cinema and he's always there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, But And I was scheduled to go with a friend to go and watch. Me and Neil were going to go... Oh, sorry, scheduled with a friend. <laughs> me and Neil. We're scheduled to go to Cineworld to watch uh, Space Jam 2. <laughs> yeah, scheduled makes it me sound so much Neil. more classy. Me and Neil O'Rourke were going to go watch Blazing Saddles at the BFI. Mm-hmm. I was oh, excited cool. for that because it's like an old classic and that was but then when I I went when I go to the cinema and just go watch Incredibles 2, I just feel shortchanged by the experience. Yeah. I went to an outdoor cinema. Me and Lou Atkinson went yeah. to um uh, an outdoor screening on Hampstead Heath the other day. Amazing. Oh. And that was great because I could what, take my dog. What were they showing? Um, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Oh. Which is actually really funny. Is that yeah. the new one with John Cena in it? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen any of them. Uh, they made a remake and it's still called The Suicide Squad. I've not seen it, but he played like basically all I know is like John Cena's in it and it's where all the like bad guys are like the good guys, it right? It starts off on a beach. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with you, Lil. I, 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 you, you couldn't pay me enough to pay attention to that film. <laughs> I'd, I'd yeah. be paying with you, dog. <laughs> I did really enjoy it. Yeah, he is in it. <laughs> so, um, what what sort of films would you like recommend? Like, what have you kind of what like? Re- they could be recent or like old ones. Well, I was thinking because when I was thinking about what I used to watch when I was younger, and I remember that we used to watch. My dad had a laser disc player. Mm. What? When they had a brief. I've never known anyone who had a laser disc. I know it's so weird. Like you thought they were going to be the, the next. <laughs> invested loads of money into them. <laughs> Why are you sharing a bedroom now with mum and dad? But because uh, that, that box in the corner is going to be worth fucking yeah, millions. I'd never seen them, but then I, I remember watching a video of someone, uh, and I didn't seek it out, but like someone who actually picked up what a laser, how big a laser disc was. I didn't realise it was like. <laughs> It's like a fucking pallet. It's like I'll just stick this in the in the in the in the, in the disc drive. So how long did it take them to realise that they could make it so much smaller in a DVD? Two weeks later. Yeah. Two weeks later it after production. It was such a short yeah, window. Yeah, yeah. The laser yeah. discs. Um, but it, it, they seemed special because they were so big. Yeah, I could imagine that. I thought it was like Science, get them out scientific. of the thing. Yeah, and it would be like carefully placing it on the. <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole event in our house. Did, did your dad like get you a? Do you have siblings though? I've forgotten. Yeah. yeah. Like get you around and be like, don't, no drinks, no drinks yeah, yeah, around yeah. this. But it was almost like he was very into like, uh, yeah, creating a cinema experience at oh, home. That's cool. Like it would right. be a thing, you know. You'd pick. I mean, he didn't have that many laser discs. Now I think about it, um, one's enough. Like he had, he had Madonna live uh, on tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's 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 dad's tape for dad. <laughs> it sounds like that's dad's special that. tape, that Lily. Worn out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he had Naked Gun. Oh, we used to yeah. watch. Awesome. Yeah, Naked Gun, thirty-three and a third, and we used to watch that, that over and over again. <laughs> 
Naked Gun. Have you not have you classic. seen that though? I don't think I have. I know my dad Leslie watched, Nielsen. watch it and I've not seen it, no. Yeah. I there was it was kind of <laughs> I love I love the uh, thirty three and a half and uh, no and the third because it was like a sort of spate of those films and they did a sequel as well I can't remember that one it was like another I'm pretty sure there was like a whole raft of Naked Gun films and then at the same time you also had like Hot Shots and like Hot Shots Part Oh yeah we used to watch yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah. With Charlie yeah, Sheen we loved yeah. that yeah yeah that was brilliant and we used to watch a lot of police we watched the Police Academy oh yeah 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 that was a big thing in our house yeah. Which I didn't realise how many police academy films there are, and there's like they're still making them like now, pretty much. I th- I'm pretty sure they did a, a new one recently. It's like Fast yeah. and Furious. Yeah, it's like the really low key Fast and Furious has just been carried on. Every, there's a new one every year, and it always has the really you know the nuts guy with like the really weird voice. He's still in them. Oh, is he the only one that has, hasn't worked in any <laughs> other form? For him, he's like the Phil Mitchell of uh, of police academy. Is it mainly comedy films that you would sort of say like your favourite? sort of stuff to watch or are you a horror fan um i'm not a horror no. fan no um we thomas and i've been watching a lot of disney recently oh yeah um we watched coco oh love coco that's brilliant yeah. i wept mm. <clears throat> yeah so did i when i saw it yeah it is a wonderful oh my film God. yeah because basically we went to a festival a couple of weeks ago and <laughs> we We've uh, needed Disney films understood, ever since. Understood. Understood. <laughs> Just all I'm going to say on that. Um, <laughs> you got the just urge suddenly. to have children, and you just felt, you know, like you wanted to just I wanted to watch cry. a bit of Disney stuff. So, you know, I wanted to cry for a bit. Do you know what I mean? And do you know what? Delivery orders yeah, are stacking up. Yeah. Well, it's just a well, nice mix as well because it's not yeah. like so. For me, it's like up is the ultimate. Like I can't watch it because the first ten minutes ruin you. Whereas yeah. Coco is like yeah. a nice, it builds and builds and then you just destroy. Yeah, but it came out of mm. nowhere. I just mm. suddenly, yeah, was sobbing. Even though I knew, oh, I should have known. <laughs> I should have known, man. I should have known. <laughs> <laughs> well, my thoughts, if it gets to me now as a, as a, as a big, strong boy, when I was a, a, a little boy and this came out, I would... I, 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 do you know what I mean? Like, what, what, what are you going to do? It's so emotionally wretched. Do you have that connection to it when you watch it as a child, or are you just seeing point. it on the yeah. more superficial level? Well, I suppose if I look back at the Lion King, maybe because I suppose the Lion King is yeah. the equivalent so yeah, of I, I said, what that would have yeah, done. Yeah, that's the, I remember a lot of kids at my school, like their parents would watch it with them the first time. And then I remember my friends of mine who said that their parents wouldn't let them watch it again until they were much older because of the Mufasa scene. And I never really got that. I, I, ne- I didn't have a dad. So I was like, well, fuck him. I, don't, <laughs> I didn't give a shit, mate. Like, fuck him. He probably deserved to die. He left his wife alone. I had a dad in VHS because we did things differently. We also had Oh, that's old school. That's even more old school than wow. that. Wow. <laughs> Although Betamax is still um, weirdly, it's still quite like often used by like TV production companies. Yeah, like Is loads, it? literally up until like 2010, people were still filming stuff on tapes. And so Betamax was still really. Like illegal stuff. Is it a way <laughs> yeah, of like. Yeah, yeah. Smuggling <laughs> stuff across the. Yeah, Destroying yeah. Destroying yeah. things. Yeah. 
what would like if there's anything that you want people to uh, check out, like things that you have really liked that you think people should watch or listen to or go out and see, as well as yourself. This is a time to plug yourself as well, where people can see you, listen to you, all that jazz. Um. Uh. Oh. Um, so I've got a podcast called Ghastly Women that I do with Esther Manito. Um, which is basically us. Um, we both pick a woman each week and then we debate which one is more ghastly, um, which doesn't yes. sound feminist, it. but it is. <laughs> um, I love the bio. It's celebrating how truly awful women can be. Awesome. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's loads of fun. Um, and she just did Live at the Apollo. Uh, yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. She did. Awesome. So check her out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so excited. Um, what do I reckon? What do you want me to recommend? Like other comedians? Oh, just know. just whatever. Any. Uh, no, you should I... listen to a true crime podcast called Case Files. Oh, I love Case. Yeah, Case Files. <laughs> oh, so the Australian good, man. Who, no, he doesn't. He never reveals his real name. He's yeah, anonymous. Crazy. So he's clearly a murderer, right? <laughs> that's what that, that's what my girlfriend thinks. Wouldn't that be the perfect cover? They're all stories about different people he's murdered, but he pretends that he's talking about somebody else. Because you're like, how does he have all of this detailed information yeah, about mad, mad. My girlfriend got me into listening to him. She's like a massive true crime fan. So it's like that and uh, my favourite murder that she, she's a massive fan of. My favourite murder. Someone told me about that last night. So I did a bit, I tried a bit about how, how much I like true crime. And... Um, I, and I said, oh, I'm such a basic white bitch before I did the bit. And then, like, three other comedians, as <laughs> I came off stage, they were like, oh, sorry, I've actually got a joke exactly the same <laughs> as that. And they were all basic white bitches. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm so kooky that I like true crime. What a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, well, that's wonderful. Yeah, thank, thank you so you. much for coming awesome. on the show. It was, it was I really appreciate it. I just keep looking at my greasy forehead. <laughs> I've got, I've got a very greasy it's forehead. It's not greasy. It's, it's yeah, and cheeks as well. I've got really, I've got really shiny cheeks as well. So cruel of Lou to have a cheeky facial before. <laughs> they're not sort of the fucking shame. <laughs> you didn't tell us. Anyway, yeah. maybe next time we'll do we'll do one of these again in the future, like in live. Maybe we could all be getting facials at the same time while talking about the cultural things that we've liked. Yes. There you go. Cultural vacuums on the road. Lily, thank you so much for coming on. It's been awesome. Lovely to see you. Thank you. Bye. The wonderful Lily Phillips there. Oh, that was such a lovely chat, wasn't it, Lou? Uh, yes, I enjoy. <laughs> Sorry, you uh, threw me because we're doing these in a batch. We're doing these in a batch, pulsed edit in a studio. And now we've got come a few days since after the Lily record. I've broken out from the fucking face show. Oh, no. So, uh, no, I do not recommend it. But what a chat. What a chat. And people, if you liked what you listened to, please don't forget to rate and review us. Leave us a five star review. Leave us a review. This show is all about them, after all. And that Luke? pasty still up for grabs, my boy. Oh, we roll on. We roll on. What's it going to be next week? Who knows? Uh, say goodbye, Lou. Bye. And it's goodbye from me. Bye-bye.